Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I hate that song. I know. 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 The Tankapalooza. I know. I know. The Jets. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Horrible, horrible, and really bad. But I feel the need to start tonight, Mike Harmon. On this Monday, because if an NFL game was played and it was not televised across the country, we need to tell people exactly what happened. Yeah, we do I, need that, to break this one down in, in full order. I mean, it's you can piece thing. it together with little bits on the interwebs <laughs> of sequences or people calling out, I don't know, a certain tight end who dropped at least three passes. Oh. But beyond that, yes, it is a uh, a game that inexplicably, I mean, really, you couldn't. You couldn't cover the whole nation with this. 
I, that's, I, know, I know. This would be on, on it's, your it's epic crazy. fails. Of all the things, I, I've applauded everything that's gone on here in this NFL season. The let's keep trying to push forward, right? Next man up mentality. Let's schedule on a Wednesday and get 11 million people to watch. And then on a Monday afternoon, what do I got? I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm finding random URLs that might lead me to the pits of hell. I don't know what happens if I click that. No. Can't do it. The broadcast restrictions. And listen, we'll get to the I prom, trust me. You are Plenty not going to you are not going to leave this program tonight going, "Boy, Jason really went like No, 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 no. But the NFL today is where we're going to start and then right now, midway through the third quarter, Buffalo holding on to a 17-10 lead over San Francisco. It's been a huge night for Cole Beasley. Yes, it this has. is a game that's nationally televised. Everybody's getting to see this like normal. This one's on television, Monday Night Football. We got it, we got it, we're good, we got it, we're gold. Uh, it has been a huge night for Cole Beasley, who has uh, 42 catches for 214. He's it seems like for, it, doesn't it? <laughs> seven for 113 and a touchdown uh, so far for the Bills. Uh, he is having a big night. Josh Allen having a huge night, 245 and a couple of touchdowns. Look, we talked about this. The Bills are one of those teams where you look at all the other firepower teams and the sexy teams. Oh, yeah, look, the Chiefs, obviously, and the Steelers, who we'll get to. Look, the Packers put a lot of points on the board. And look at the Saints, all the – and you say the Bills go, yeah, the Bills are good. And the Bills are one of those teams you look up and go, how are they in the AFC championship game? The Bills are so solid across the board. It's like me after a day of lifting. I mean, it just, I feel so <laughs> solid across the board. But that's what the Bills are. They can throw the football as much as they want to. They can run it when they want to. They play terrific defense. The Bills are the most complete team in the NFL right now as far as how they can play. They are the most complete team. Are they the best team? No, but are they the most complete team? Yes, they do everything in all facets of the game better than everybody else does. I mean, we can ignore the Bills at our own peril, but this is how good the Bills are. But the Niners are giving them a game right now, uh, midway through the third quarter, closer than than I thought it was going to be. But the Niners are hanging tough, and uh, they're only down by a touchdown. Well, I need uh, the 49ers to win this game because then I could get both games right today. You know, my upset special on Friday night was those that Washington football team. You did. You snuck that in because it it, it ended before we came on the air. You're able to sneak that in. That was nice. I got that in Friday. So that was good. Uh, Buffalo. The one thing you can, you can move the ball on them Uh, as we've seen in spurts here tonight, running the ball. They've had some success. The 49ers, 74 yards. They took advantage, Uh, a big drive that stalled, right? A big goal line stand by the bills. And what happens? Zach Moss fumbles immediately, giving them uh point-blank range to finish off the drive. But offensively, you mentioned Beasley. You, you do have Moss and Singletary that you can trust most of the time. Moss with, uh, I don't know, you needed to stick him today because he had two fumbles very early. But Dawson Knox, a good tight end who's healthy and giving them, oh, and, and that Diggs guy is pretty good too. Forgot about him. So you can move, and they've done this without John Brown, who's been hurt for a good chunk of the year. So you, you look at offensively, Josh Allen is taking great strides and pushed aside the lazy narrative that folks had that he was just a running back at the quarterback position. Uh, a lot of pushback, screaming myself hoarse over those, well, terrible comments uh, by by folks in, in our mainstream media world. Watching this guy evolve, bring him in a number one wide receiver. 
it, it'll cure a lot of things, and they're not going to be shy about telling them where he's failing. So you want to accelerate the learning curve? Get a number one who needs to get fed, and that's exactly what you have here. Dangerous team. So here are the Bills. We'll keep you updated on this throughout the night. Again, 17-10, they are driving. Uh, they just have the ball just outside the Niners' 30-yard line right now. Uh, meanwhile, earlier today, yes, we didn't get to see it. Due to broadcast regulations, Fox was only allowed to show the game to 40% of the country. So Washington and Pittsburgh was in 71 markets, which sounds like a lot. But when you look at the map of just who didn't get the game, the entire uh, western half of the United States didn't get it. Like from Oklahoma over, well, you know, Jason, nobody nobody got this game. It was it was on the East Coast. It was in where you you'd figure people would watch. It was up and down the Eastern Seaboard. You hadn't. Washington, Pittsburgh, and all the way up there. But the entire left half of the country did not get to see this unless you had the package and you got to see it as, as part of your normal Sunday ticket package. And that's the one thing. I wonder how many people didn't know that and said, like, oh, we're not getting the games not on? Oh, forget it. We're not, not thinking that, oh, I'll still get it as part of my DirecTV package. So I wonder how many people thought that. I don't know that it was uh, publicized well enough. I, I wouldn't have known that. I mean, I don't have it because I'm normally here for most of Sunday afternoons out of the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. But the inability for a good chunk of the the audience, a potential audience to see it, those are, those are some arcane rules that need to be reevaluated. I mean, missing out on a cooking demonstration on one of the shows or catching up on your latest soap opera. Look, the only one you got to see each week is Friday anyway. So what's the difference? Monday's mostly a recap and then a little step forward. Dude, you, did you think, do you think soap operas are really still on there? There's like there one or two of them. There's a few there's of them. A couple. ABC's still got their block, man. There's, there's only a couple. General Hospital is still in production. So yes, and it's still, shoddy. here's the thing. Luke and Laura will be together, then they won't be, then they'll be together, then they won't be. Well, there didn't you they go. finally kill off Tony Geary? But, no. they, but they brought back Vanessa Marcel, so yeah, that's a win. Dying in a soap opera is like dying in a Marvel movie. Are you really no, dead? That's true. No, of course not. Yeah, You're we can back. pull a time heist and get you back. Sure, there's there's no question about it. But How are you still alive? Well, let me tell you. Well, I, let me tell you. I, I have found this stone, see? Mm. And it was glowing at the bottom of a river. So I configured this thing to wrestle it from the, the bottom of this pit. And, well, here we are. So, yeah, beautiful opportunity. But, yeah, I, I'm sad I only got to see it in chunks Right, little pieces of the broadcast, and obviously catching audio where I could to piece it all together. But Washington, just like the Giants did yesterday, jump up and bite you and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Not so fast. The NFC East, a little bit of teeth here as we get down into the final quarter of the season. You know, the, the takeaway for me from this game is, and of course, here comes the knee jerk of, we told you the Steelers were the worst 11-0 team ever, right? This is the worst 11-0 team, right? Yes, the worst 11-0 Of course. Team. They were so bad that today, and they played to those stereotypes, right? What did they look like today? If you got to see the game, luckily like I did. Uh, they looked tired. They dropped a ton of passes. They were not sharp. Some of it you can contribute to. They've played a lot. They've played, you know, played three games in 12 days. They're exhausted. I get it. The not sharpness, I get it. All of those things I understand. And so I, I can back away from that because there's something else I saw today that was much bigger than that. That really, Okay, this is my big concern for the Steelers. Not so much that, oh, boy, they're, you know, they're playing kind of sloppy and they let, a, they let a team upset them. No, this is like one of those, uh, hey, wait a minute, Do we, the, the team may need a complete and, and total look at this here is that 
I don't know if this is just he's played too much football in the past few days, if this is he's hit a a spot in the schedule after not playing for a whole year where he's kind of got a dead arm. But, man, Ben Roethlisberger could not throw that football today. There were no completed passes deep. The deep ball wasn't even a part. And when you have those Steelers wide receivers and Eric Ebron in the middle of the field, you need to extend the field that way. He completed two passes that were that were long yards. The touchdown to James Washington, which is a 50-yarder, which he only threw about 15 yards. It was an out that Washington turned and went in the end zone. And then he threw a 30-yard duck that he threw into the middle of the field for Chase Claypool at the end of the first half. Everything else was short, and there was a lot of air under his balls. There was a lot of lollipop from Ben Roethlisberger, and you, this is why the, the Steelers weren't able to jump away today. They have all the – they get everything they need on the outside. I, I know the, you want to get tough. You want to run the football more because you're getting away from a little bit of the bread and butter because the Steelers kind of only use the running game as an accent now, but it's hard when you have these great wide receivers. I get that part of it, and then and, and certainly that's something you look at, but – I don't know, man. Roethlisberger looked like he just had a ton of trouble trying to put any kind of zip on the football. And and uh, is this something that's a now thing? Is this something that is a hey? He's at the time in his career when now he this could just he could just fall off the face of the earth because they're not going anywhere if he's throwing the football like this. If you are shortening the field and he's someone that can't throw the ball as 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 hard as he used to be able to and get the ball in somewhat tight windows, man, Steelers aren't going anywhere. And a lot of the games are going to look like. Today, where you see guys like Claypool and Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster trying to make some kind of plays, uh, and when there's no room to, I mean, what, what did what did Smith-Schuster today? He had seven catches for 28 yards. I mean, he just could not. They had to throw him the ball a yard and a half past the line of scrimmage. I mean, th- that's that's the big fear for me for the Steelers. You know, because I picked the Steelers to go to the Super Bowl. I remember, it, sure. Is, you know, sitting here at eleven and one, I'm like, okay, I'll take all the problems they have. But man, if Roethlisberger can't throw the football, that's a, that was a huge alarm bells that went off while I'm watching this game going. At some point, they're going to go deep. No, at some point, he's going to throw some kind of a laser. But no, he just couldn't put anything on the football, and that that's the big concern for me when I go, okay, what's the big thing from today's game that's what it is because you watch him play he couldn't throw the football like he like he you're used to seeing Roethlisberger throw it yeah part of it I think game plan perspective and look the Steelers over the course of the year the run game has been inefficient right we're talking near the bottom of the league averaging just 99 rushing yards per game but those yards can be deceptive in that a lot of the passes like you mentioned with Juju Smith-Schuster are let's try to get him a little bit of space And in theory, we get some yak after a short pass, right? So while it's not a run play, well, it's usually a pretty efficient play and an option for you. Unfortunately, today they added to their season high or league leading drop total, I should say. 31 now after seven today. Seven official. Eight total. One of them contested, so you throw that one out. So seven drops. Uh, Eric Ebron had three of them including one that he was wide open in the middle of the field with uh, probably another 10 yards before he was going to be contacted by a safety coming up on him, and he just flat-out dropped it. So you you have those plays, I think, Jason, you clean that up. And obviously James Conner didn't play again today. 14 carries, 21 yards for the Steelers against this Washington front. And this is one, again, strength on strength, this is what we expected, right, from that Washington defensive front that they were going to make things difficult, collapse the the pocket, and Ben, let's face it, he's not elusive. He's not getting away from anybody, so he's going to be throwing off the mark a little bit too, which most days are fine. 
Washington's defense pretty strong, and I think a bit underrated, hence why I ended up on the upset pick. Now, mm. would I have expected them to run just for 45 yards? No. Thought that the loss, uh, previous loss of Devin Bush combined with that of the, this past week when, when you have uh, another big injury in Bud Dupree that maybe you'd find a little bit of balance. Instead, it became the Alex Smith show uh, and Logan Thomas, your super ninja of the day with his 98 receiving yards. Uh, I'm more concerned, yeah, that you've got to at least be able to run the ball and have a threat of the run because then you can play a little bit of the play action and maybe find these guys in one-on-one coverage downfield. As of now, linebackers have no need to suck up into the line because there's no threat of a run game. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico studios where it's now 24-10. Bills with the lead over the San Francisco 49ers. Josh Allen's third touchdown pass of the night has given them the two touchdown lead. Knox with a touchdown. Beasley, McKenzie, those are your touchdown receivers for the Bills so far tonight. We'll keep you updated on this, but yeah, I mean, seriously, that Roth Roethlisberger stuff, that is that is a really, really big deal. And and I don't know if this is something that gets better. They better hope it gets better because if it's like this, it's going to be one and out for the Steelers in the playoffs. Look at you. Hot take. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where three minutes ago in the third quarter, things may be getting away from the 49ers here a little bit. Bills with a field goal now. Niners defense hanging tough. It was one of those, hey, it's over if we let him in the end zone. Well, Brandon Ayuk um, with a uh, drop that gets returned to the five. So uh, the fact that you have a defense that stands up and uh, at least for a moment. One moment in for time. For a moment, we'll see. For a moment. For a we'll moment. See. For a moment. Uh, but uh, field goal is good for the Bills. It is a 27-10 to 10 lead uh, right now. Three minutes remaining in the third quarter for a game. It is on television. Yeah. You get this. This game is on TV. You can see it. It's not like the Steelers, which was on uh, closed-circuit television. You had to, <laughs> you had to go to a, a movie theater to see it, like you had to go see fights in the 80s wow. and the early 90s. That's how I saw WrestleMania 1 and 2 (laughs) the Colony Theater in Chicago. Yeah, my dad dropped me and my brothers off. We went in and we watched it live on pay-per-view because that wasn't even nationwide. The first one, you only had, I think, three cities that had it Mm -hmm. to where you could go see it. I remember going to see Mike Tyson fight and, and going to the uh, going to like a movie theater or like some kind of auditorium. And my God, everybody, you know what I remember most of it is the thick haze of smoke. Sure. This is back when people <laughs> smoked everywhere. It's like it was like the haze, like people are smoking in the theater watching. And I'm like, I can't even see. Luckily, Tyson <laughs> fights are only like, you know, 90 seconds yeah. long. But I remember going there with my grandfather walking out. I walked back home. My grandmother go, where did you bring him? <laughs> he <laughs> smells he like smoke. To- she thought he brought me to a bar or something. I was like, no, no, no. Well, no, essentially, that's, that's what it was, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, so it was the, yes, the, the closed-circuit Wometco home feed of the Steelers' loss to the Washington football team earlier today. We'll get more on that in a couple of minutes. But, okay, it's here. I know. I Let's know go! what you want to know. I know. I know. I know. Let's just play it so then we can get on with it. Go ahead, A.T. Here comes Carr. Here comes back. Now he comes up. Going to fire again. Left side. Going for it. Ruggs. Ruggs has got it. Touchdown. Jackpot, baby. Vegas touchdown. Vegas touchdown. Jackpot. And away. My ass is in the jackpot now. Uh, there it is. <laughs> Vegas uh, Raiders radio network on the call. The play that is the play in the NFL this week. The Raiders beat the Jets on the final play of regular or, their, or the next of last play of the game with five seconds left. Derek Carr completes a Hail Mary touchdown pass, gives the Raiders a 31-28 lead. That is your final score. Today, Greg Williams, Jets defensive coordinator, paid for that horrible defensive call with his job. And you knew that this was coming because right after the game yesterday, 
Everybody questioned it. Marcus May, the Jets' best defensive back, said, what are we doing? you got to help us out. And this story got out of control. Greg Williams didn't meet the press. Adam Gase was upset when he talked to the, to the press about it. And you just had a feeling something had to happen because Greg Williams did something that clearly was in line with tanking because the Jets were – who knows? The Jets were five seconds away from not getting Trevor Lawrence. Now, let me tell you why this is still part of a tank gone awry and not just, well, Greg Williams is a maverick. He likes to call the zero, the zero blitz with, with three DBs. Just stop for one second because I'm going to lead up to the final play of the game. All right? The Jets know. Look, when you get to 0-8, 0-9, your season's over. And if you said to me that the Jets said to Adam Gase and, and – and Greg Williams, listen, this is where we're at. You know we're playing for next year. Wink, wink, nod, nod. How do you tank in the National Football League? I, it's still the meatheads who think, of course the players are trying. They're not, not trying. Of course, Yes, the players are trying. How you tank in the NFL is just how you tank in the NBA. You play a lot of young guys, and you call plays that don't have the same percentage of success that other plays would. That's how you tank. You play guys that aren't ready, and you call plays on offense that are either very conservative and on defense you call plays that could backfire on you. Now, this speaks to how bad the Raiders were yesterday that they couldn't take advantage of this. Because as much of a game as you look at Derek Carr, boy, he threw the ball well. Derek Carr had a crappy-ass game yesterday. Mm -hmm. All right, there were plays I'm like, the Jets are trying to give this game to you and you can't throw the football. That's the big thing. Don't forget about that. The Raiders were given this game for four quarters. It wasn't just like the Jets decide at the very end to say, hey, here you go. No, no, no. The Jets tried to do this for four quarters and the Raiders still couldn't figure it out out the Jets ran the football they got two guys running the football Josh Adams hasn't been active since 2015 with the Eagles Ty Johnson's off the practice squad he's the fourth running back they're down to and the Jets run for 200 yards on this defense the Raiders should be absolutely embarrassed that they nearly blew this game to the Jets when the Jets are trying to give it to them all right so this is how the game is going for four quarters but now you get down to the end Okay, get down to the end, and what happens? The Raiders turn the ball over on downs inside the Jets' 20-yard line. They get the drive kept alive on a pass interference penalty because what are the Jets doing? They're single-covering every Raider wide receiver. They're blitzing Derek Carr. They're not getting there, and the Raiders somehow can't complete passes. You have Henry Ruggs is single-covered. Darren Waller, who nearly set a record for a a tight end for yardage and catches in a game yesterday, was still single-covered at the end of the game. Marcus May is still single-covering him in the middle of the field, and the Raiders still couldn't get a first down. So what do the Jets do? They get the ball back with a couple of minutes left. They run twice into the middle of the field. Then Adam Gase or Doyle Loggins, maybe Adam Gase, Doyle Loggins, probably Adam Gase, (laughs) calls a sweep with Ty Johnson. Right now, Johnson's a guy. He's had a, he had a good game. Ran for 100 oh, yards. Yeah, really good sure. game. But this is an untested running back who's trying to get a first down. The odds of him going out of bounds and stopping the clock, so you're punting the ball back to the Raiders with a lot of time left on the clock, is great. And the the officials did them a huge favor when Ty Johnson does get knocked out of bounds by keeping the clock going. I've never seen that in the NFL before. When a guy gets hit that far out of bounds, the referees still wind the clock. It's like they're saying, "Nope, Jets, we're not going to." you to tank. So there's your play call on third down that clearly could have given the ball back to the Raiders like a minute and a half left to go. But no, no, they punted away. The Raiders get it with 40 seconds left. Okay. The next to last play of the game, Greg Williams does the same thing, right? He runs that zero that 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 zero coverage, blitzing everybody, keeping three guys back. And what happens? You had a receiver wide open in the end zone and Derek Carr overthrew him. 
Mm -hmm. right? First of all, nobody in the history of the NFL going as far back as they were in in, in figuring things out has ever had that kind of defense in that kind of situation. This goes back to 2006 when they started keeping the advanced stats this way. Nobody has ever in a prevent situation with a few seconds left run a defense where they have three guys defensive backs. Nobody has. Not even Greg Williams in the 21 years he's been a defensive coordinator in the National Football League. Okay, remember, this is how you tank, right? This is how you tank. So no one's ever done that. He does it. What happens? He almost gets beat. What would you do in a normal situation? Well, that was a bad defense, boy. We almost gave up that 50-yard touchdown. No, no, no. We're going to do the same exact thing. And Derek Carr chucks it up, and Henry Ruggs beats Lamar Jackson, the other one. And it's a touchdown, and the Raiders win. This clearly was the Jets saying, we're giving you the game. We don't want to win. We know what Trevor Lawrence means. We know he's, he's the only way we reboot this franchise. And this is how you tank. You call plays that look not all, and you and you have to hope for a favorable outcome, right? It's not that tanking isn't <laughs> isn't foolproof because you get games where hey, we try to tank but we wind up winning a game. Tanking's not foolproof, but it's giving you the best percentage chance of blowing the game. Now, if Lamar Jackson doesn't bite on the Henry Ruggs thing, which is stupid, I can't believe he bit on that. Wow, he's not going to throw the ball the twenty yard line. There's no time to run up and spike the football. So if he doesn't bite, that pass gets broken up and the Jets win the game. Doesn't mean they didn't try to do it. But sometimes you can only say, all right, this is going to be a 74% chance of success. All right, we kind of have to do it. You know, you can, you can talk about tanking like a happy accident and certain things, but you can only do so much and hope that the fates help you in the end. And that's what happened yesterday for the Jets. All the way through the game, they tried. They tried to run the football. Didn't Matt Raiders couldn't stop you. Couldn't stop running the football. We tried to run out of bounds. Nope, referees wouldn't stop the clock. We tried to single cover all your guys, no matter, and, and we can't single cover any of them. And we're still going to do that. Nope, nope, not going to and finally it worked out at the end. Like I said, the Raiders should be embarrassed, but that's why this was a complete and total tank job by the Jets, and this is how you do it. I'm sorry if you don't think that's what's happening, but that's what's happening. You try every week to go in. These are the play calls that go on. Now, lastly, why would Adam Gase <laughs> and Greg Williams do this, right? Why would they do this? Why would I get – if you told me they said, hey, we'll take care of you, Something, you know, don't worry about it. Like maybe Greg Williams will get a shot to stay on as defensive coordinator, something else like that. Or we'll take care of you could mean anything. Uh, this is how you do it. You know, th- this, this is why and how things happen like this in the NFL. Adam Gase has been allowed to stay on as the Jets head coach. And, and you know, maybe do, do you have some kind of backroom agreement where, hey, listen, we'll give you one more year if you get us to Trevor Lawrence. And you got to do it then. I wouldn't doubt it. I, the way, watching the way the, pl- the plays were called in that game yesterday and the, the, the groundbreaking defense that Greg Williams used that nobody has used in NFL history, this doesn't tell me that, boy, he just loves the, the, the zero coverage and blitz because he would have done that before in his career, but he didn't. This was a tank job, and it got out of control. And so when it gets out of control, the last thing you want is the NFL to come and start investigating and go, hey, what was up with that? So the Jets fire Greg Williams because it got even bigger than they thought it was going to be and they got to put this fire out before things really get out of control that's what happened yesterday that's why you saw what you saw today you're gonna take a breath now i'm good dude that's a nice long soliloquy where i need some coffee man where i i I, i'm sitting there going i i I get to talk right i need some coffee on right (laughs) listen this is like listen listen you and i it was like the end of a rockets game where i'm westbrook and you're harden okay i'll tell you what that was that was well well run that 24 seconds i decided to hold the ball all the way through do i I get to do a nine or ten minute rant on what the bears gave me yesterday (laughs) how about i get that too uh i do have a response 
to the end of this game. Just remember, when it goes bad, you cut those guys loose. (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Mike Harbin. Now, uh, I've, I've dribbled out most of the shot clock. Yeah. So uh, let, <laughs> let me give you the ball, James Harden, and, and uh, you know, hey, stay out of the strip clubs. We'll get to Harden in a few minutes. Go ahead, buddy. What do you got? Well, I mean, those it's going to be tough with some of the restrictions on, on said establishments. Look, when it comes down to the bottom line of Greg Williams, right, Aggressive is what we know him for, sometimes overly so. Just go back and look at the sixth or seventh paragraph of his Wikipedia page. The fact of the matter is, if someone gets home on that play, it is the most glorious of sacks and celebration. Yes, 
Unfortunately, Jalen Richard picks up the blitz and, well, nothing happens. But except for the big throw <laughs> downfield. So if you're going to lose, you lose spectacularly. Either way, you had a fantastic finish. Everybody gets the exhale of a victory if you get home and you get to beat the Raiders. Because tell me every one of the teams in the National Football League, especially when we start talking about those old AFC rivalries, tell me that there isn't some pleasure in gutting the Raiders. Because coming off of that loss against the Falcons, I don't know, that underbelly was exposed and you saw it all day on Sunday until that final throw. So to finish their potential playoff hopes, I think would have been delicious theater. Now, it wouldn't have accomplished what the overall objective of the 2020 season was for the Jets in making sure nobody was taking that number one away. Because there was a moment where it looked like the Jaguars were going to beat the the Vikings. Like, so instantaneously, like if the Jets had won that game, it's like, now you're praying that the Jaguars can take down the Vikings. Instead, as we told you long ago, look out for the Vikings. Uh, Popular Story for popular people today. But the final play had to be spectacular one way or another. A heavyweight fight, you know, like Rocky, the ding, ding. And then it poses and all we get is the painting of two heavyweights ready to strike blows against one another, right? The big headshots. But then it starts to the credits and the closing music. Same thing here for your Jets. And now Greg Williams was shown the door. Adam Gase, he gets the stay of execution, at least for the moment. And is there a backdoor deal? Nah, perhaps. Perhaps. Look, I can fix him. This Darnold guy, I don't know what happened here. (laughs) I'll take some of the blame. And he did. Right? He took it publicly last week. That was the first time he took credit or blame for anything. Otherwise, it was just a lot of shifty eyes and questions back on reporters. Why are you asking that? There's a reason why he's still coaching the team. There's a reason why Greg Williams was coaching the team till yesterday. Again, it got out of control. It got bigger than they thought, and they let him go because. And here's my other big. Here's my here's my really big fear about this is that the NFL goes investigating. Why would you call this? And here's Greg Williams, who may be done now in the National Football League. All right, you may be done after that play call. A 21 year career that was dotted with successes, but dotted with all kinds of bad controversies. What if he decides to say? Now you're firing me? Blank you, man. You Wait do you see what I got for you now. And then he starts talking and saying things. And suddenly, here comes Roger Goodell, and he wakes up for five minutes to say, oh, I'm taking that number one pick away from you. You can't do that in the National Football League. I mean, really, that, that's, not, that's the one shoe that I'm waiting that could drop, is if the NFL says, you know, there's a little smoke here. Let, let, let's investigate this and see if we had this team a- absolutely, you know, pulling that kind of, going to that kind of level to tank. Because tanking is one of those things where – if as long as you don't throw it in our face and make me look at it, I can look the other way, and that's the way most leagues are. But when you say, "Hey, we you can't ignore it," then then the leagues have all right. Now we got to look into it. Now you made me have to look into it. I could have looked the other way, but no, no, no. Now you're making me look into it. That's the big thing I'm I'm, I'm afraid of that could come up in the next few weeks. That's what I'm scared. That's the Christmas surprise. That's the December. You think that one's going to talk about. You know, they talk about October surprises for the election. Like as we get to the end of the season, the Jets have no wins. I'm like Trevor Lawrence. No, here comes a December surprise that's coming our way for for the Jets losing that. Wow, you're going all nightmare before Christmas, and suddenly you got a snake trying to eat you instead of something uh, cool under the uh, tree. Making, tanking, making, tanking.
look, maybe uh, Greg Williams, it's simple enough. I wanted to test how good Lamar Jackson was. I wanted him to make a play. Put it on him. How about his technique? How about the fact that he sucked on that play? I gave him a chance to be a hero. I knew he was a good quarterback. And he I don't know bit if he was on a good the, cornerback. Look at this. Yeah, and he bit on a uh, on a play that would have made no sense to bite on. Uh, but, yes, that play, you want to talk about breaking the internet. I don't know that I've seen the Twitter wail for a while. Oh. It came damn close. It was <laughs> between the insane. celebratory nature of Raider fans getting all boisterous as they do, and Jets fans finding anything to say, yes, yes. I saw Daniel Bryan in my Twitter timeline <laughs> nine thousand times. Part of the yes movement. Jets lose. This is how you do it. This is how you tank. And the Jets pulled it off. And then it got big. And then they had to do something else. Well, master class, baby. Master was, class. You could buy it one, was. get one free. It comes sure. with Jets coaching. $99.99 or four installments of $24.99 apiece. Uh, we'll have more NFL on the way. Still a 10-point lead now for the Bills over the Niners with just under 10 minutes left to go in this one. But coming up next, oh, boy. One huge NBA star is holding out of camp. We'll tell you how this story is going to end, and it's going to end in a shocking way. It's coming up next right here, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, it's like the second day of playing Christmas music, and Ty Shirt's already going, what are the more obscure Christmas and holiday songs I can play? Let me, let me, let me find them here. Let me find them here. I kind of dig that, because let's face it, many of the others have already been playing in grocery stores and other places you might have frequented over the last three weeks. Step out of your car to get gas. What's playing? <laughs> holiday music. Holiday, 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 holiday music. I mean, Frank Sinatra and I, I mean, I've got his whole catalog back in the dome just in the last three weeks. Are you listening to Sinatra every day, like while you're dancing around your kitchen making spaghetti? Well, between that and Buble, yeah. Okay, all right. I I do much more uh, intricate things than spaghetti, but sure. Okay. All right. well, hey, you know what? You you, know what? Let, you keep that to yourself, and, and we'll worry about that uh, like after the 10 o'clock hour starts. Giggity. How about we were, we'll worry about that? Just saying. Uh, Niners are on the two-yard line trying to cut into the Bills' lead as a 34-17 lead for Buffalo uh, halfway through the fourth quarter. Uh, again, the Niners trying to keep this close. Touchdown would make it a 10-point game. Uh, we'll keep you updated on this uh, throughout the night, of course. Uh, however... James Harden is now officially a holdout. Rockets head coach Stephen Silas said that it is officially a holdout and there is no timetable he is aware of for James Harden to report to the team. Harden missed uh, Houston's first workout Sunday and Stephen Silas says, yeah, it's COVID. COVID, it's, you know, it's COVID, COVID protocol. He's got, he'll be here, he'll be here. Then he missed the individual workout Sunday night and now it's officially a holdout. A holdout for James Harden who has wanted to be traded uh, for the last month or so, who in the last couple of days was seen at Lil Baby's uh, birthday and also allegedly at strip clubs across the country. There's many videos I've seen going, look at James Harden partying. <laughs> Is that Harden? I can't really tell, but it's a strip club. So, uh, maybe it, everybody Harden. just assumes it's James Harden. It's, it's a guy Harden. with a beard oh, sticking out from underneath a mask. It's it's Grizzly Adams. No, no, no. It's James Harden. It's James Harden. James Harden. It's Tom Hanks from Castaway. No, no, no. It's James Harden. James Harden. So that's what's going on right now for Harden. I mean, he is anytime you look at a, a video from a strip club, it's James Harden or it isn't. Um, 
he's going to end up traded. This is one of those stories where it's not going to be a shocking overnight story, but clearly you can see that the 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 end game has begun. Is this when Doctor Strange would turn and, and tell Steven Silas, "We're in the end game now"? Okay, there's only there's only one. He holds up one finger, saying, "There's only one possible way to go, and that's trade James Harden." Since the beginning of this whole uh, uh, off season, you know, ran a fire for the Rockets. Right, Mike D'Antoni left. There was rumors that Russell Westbrook was going to get traded. They couldn't get along. Russell Westbrook gets traded. In comes John Wall, who hasn't played in a year and a half. James Harden talked about potentially playing with the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets talked about getting James Harden. That was on the table for a couple of days, but then things got calm a little bit, and James Harden was expected to go back to the Rockets. Now here, after the Russell Westbrook uh, trade is consummated and John Wall comes to the Rockets, James Harden is very quiet. You don't hear a lot out of him, and now officially he's holding out of Rockets camp. You can see the way this is going. This is this is not going to go towards, hey, Everything's going to be sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. He wants to go to Brooklyn. He wants to be traded. He wants out of Houston. That's how it's going to end. Now, I agree with Houston when they say there's no impetus for us to trade James Harden. Look, the regular season starting in a couple of weeks, and you're going to see trades being made in the first couple of months of the season because that's basically still going to be the the beginning of you know part of the off season. Listen, we have we have no time to make moves here, so you will see some trades in the first couple of months, and and that's how it's going to work. So that's how it's going. It's going to be like it's like a slow funnel you're seeing because everything seems to be pushing towards James Harden getting dealt away by the Houston Rockets. He's going to try to make the Nets his preferred destination, but that's how this is going to end. After all that's done, is he really going to come back and say, yep, I'm ready to compete? No, the Rockets clearly did not get better. They kind of just stayed the same. We already see they're not good enough to compete in the West against the Lakers. They ain't going to be good enough against the Jazz or the Nuggets this year. So, so, so suddenly, what impetus does James Harden have? Have to want to come back and play. He wants to get someplace else where he can win. He wants to go to Brooklyn. He will get his, a trade will happen. Now, is it going to be Brooklyn? That's going to be the big thing, but he's going to get traded. This is going to end with James Harden being ex-member of the Rockets. It's just a matter of what's the final date on it going to be. Man, we just needed this extra paragraph to the story of James Harden in, in Houston, right? Because the last couple of weeks, it's pretty obvious they wanted to hit the full-on reset button. You got the trade of Russell Westbrook. He gone. He showed up for practice two hours early. So now he's Tom Coughlin uh, from the player side. You better be here before. <laughs> so as soon as that whistle starts, man, there's no lollygagging out to the court, man. Everybody gets out there and let's get a full workout in. So it's pretty evident. Blowing out Daryl Morey, getting rid of Russell Westbrook, all of the talk, we we had, what, the Warriors pre-draft, the Nets is something that still swirls, all the teams you mentioned, and then there's probably two or three other, like, I don't know, James Harden's good box office. And if you're in a state where you can actually have box office, maybe that helps. So it's the opportunity for James Harden, and you, you get a hard reset and a brand new team with new expectations and new new flow. Yeah, he'll be gone. He'll be gone. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome now. The locations of where he could wind up going, that's something we'll get into coming up a bit because there's what's great for me, there's what's great for all of us, and there's what's great for him. We got that and more from the NFL coming up next. Keep it right here. Fox. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 